Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mainstream Modular, a podcast brought to you by Gurdon. I'm your host, Tyler Kern, and today's episode is going to be a conversation with Gurdon's new CEO, Tommy Rakes. So let's welcome him on the program now. Tommy, welcome. Thank you. Appreciate the opportunity to be with you today. I appreciate you joining me. We're thrilled to have you on today, and I'm excited for the conversation and to get to know you a little bit better, to introduce you uh, to a broad audience of folks, and to talk a little bit more about Modular, as it's something that you are incredibly passionate about. So, uh, tell me, let's start off here. Tell us a little bit about your career up to this point, and um, and uh, just your your experience in the world of Modular. Well, <clears throat> I've been in Modular since 1977, <laughs> so it, it's uh, it's been a while. So. I actually started out as a framing carpenter uh, on the production line, and I entered into management in 1979. Um, then I moved into the role of production manager, like at 83. Mm-hmm. Uh, the all of my career has been on the East Coast prior to joining Gurdon, uh, and for 38 years I was with one uh, manufacturer in Virginia and predominantly doing single family with a little bit of um, multifamily mixed in. So um, I've sat in just about every chair and touched every base that that's involved in the industry. And, and that's been a real value added asset to be able to feel the pinch points and know what people be able to experience. And when we're talking about something, I can say, I know what it means. I know what you're feeling. So we, <laughs> so I've enjoyed that. And, and, and I've been blessed to be around some incredible people, uh, exposed to a lot of industry veterans that had a lot of knowledge and, uh, uh, had some fantastic mentors and, uh, and just, just feel super blessed to, to be in the industry. I love the industry and, um, I'm just over the top excited to, to be here with Gurdon. You know, you, you mentioned that you've been in the in the industry since 1977, and I, I'm curious just how you've seen the industry evolve throughout that time. What have been maybe some of the landmark changes that you've seen kind of throughout that time? That's a good question. So at the, at the beginning of my career, you know, naturally um, uh, modular was uh, differentiating themselves from, you know, manufactured housing and trying not that there's a negative there other than that's two different animals and, and built to do different codes. So early part of my career, you spent your time doing that. Um, in the eighties, what I saw really began to transpire was engineered wood products coming into place, LVLs, CADs, this software, the ability to design. So I saw us really being able to compete with any custom site builder and being able to do the things that uh, from a design perspective, load-bearing perspective, marriage wall perspective, that that placed us in a whole different ball game at that time. And from that point on, it's just been uh, really off to the races as far as what our industry could do. Yeah, that's 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 a really interesting interesting point, and I, I think just good perspective, just given your your experience in the industry. And you know, you, you mentioned in the. Um, in the press release that, that introduced you as the new CEO at Gurdon, that, that you wanted to have a one team, one focus approach um, at the company. What does that mean to you? And, and how do you want to implement that, that type of approach and that kind of focus? Well, thank you. Um, when I'm, my passion for one team, one focus is really predicated by the, you know, Gurdon is, is, is an industry leader 
and commercial modular. Completed over 200 projects. Uh, you know, Lad Dawson founded it uh, in the early 2000s. And the commitment Gurdon's had to customer satisfaction and ensuring every project is a real success to the clients is, was a passion of the company. So, uh, and, and thus, that's the way I've lived my career. Uh, and so I want to build upon that. I want to, I want to, there are so many things in the modular manufacturing that are proven processes and proven methods. So from a customer satisfaction, commitment to client succeeding perspective with strong processes and strong building practices with a forward thinking mindset, you know, from 08 to 14 or 15 was not a real popular time for so many of us as we lived through those times and, and, and our mindset shifted. So I think that we're at a real growth period in our industry when we talk about modular manufacturing and what we can do uh, from uh, making our production lines an assembly line and not a construction line. So as we do that, there are core principles, core values that puts the structural integrity into what we do and what we build that you need to cling to and be cautious with as you experiment, but but not be afraid to experiment outside the box and say, what's the next chapter for our industry? Yeah, that's a, that's exactly what I wanted to talk about and and to hear your thoughts on it. Or what what do you view as, as the next chapters and the next steps for the industry? And how does something like automation, which is a word that's being thrown around a lot these days, how, how does something like that kind of play into what these next steps look like? Okay, for me personally, um, um, from a manufacturing standpoint, all of us have our plants laid out, all of us have our stations laid out, all of us have our quality assurance manuals. We we all have all the data, all the information in front of us. But I'm passionate about having a balanced production line. I'm passionate about at each station, every process happens where it's supposed to happen. So what I mean by that is I want to have a balanced production line that begins to look at sub-assemblies and things in an entirely different perspective. How can we do more in a production line now than we did 20 years ago? And to do that, we've got to make the line more of an assembly line. There's pinch mm-hmm. points in, that we've all had, whether it's drywall, uh, drywall stations on the manufacturing line, whether it's the uh, ceiling assemblies, whether it's the MEP pinch points, all those things that create a, the need to have a production line to be X amount of stations. So when we begin to think about an assembly line process to a construction line process, how do we take sub-assemblies? How do we consider kitchen pods, bath pods? How do we do things offline and bring it to the line and allow it to be an assembly process? Mm-hmm. And, and that's the important part. I think our industry has some really smart people, new innovative ideas that, that I want to cling to. I want, I want to be able to, to network and be able to say, how can all of us push our industry forward to the next facet by this mindset? Now, in speaking of automation, my viewpoint in automation is you invest wisely. When you look at automation, you look at your entire production process and you think, I want to invest in a way that I continue to get throughput or I increase my throughput. Not that I just automate part of the factory 
that my capacity in those areas will increase by X percentage that I do not get to throughput all the way through the line or do I not that I do not have the uh, the plan to to increase uh, and reduce the uh, tack times in other areas. So I look at automation, invest wisely, don't get away from the core principles of what makes the modular product structurally sound. But from um, an MEP standpoint, from a drywall process standpoint, those are some of the most important things that we need to dive deeper into in our industry about how we can get more throughput through our line, along with automation, wisely. Right, right. Now, I, I, I think that's a, that's a great point. And one of the other things I wanted to, to touch on was the the makeup uh, of Gurdon's board is is a mixture of of people with a lot of experience, some seasoned modular veterans there on the board, as well as uh, some forward thinkers and some people who are innovative. How does that mixture of the board really help push and propel the company forward? Oh, that's fantastic! It just it just it just exemplifies one team, one focus. You know, we have we have uh, on our board, we have such a proven set of performance principles that are there. And we have forward thinking people. We have mm-hmm. people that want to think outside the box. They want to be open minded to what do we do with sub assemblies? What do we do with kitchen pods? What do we do with bath pods? How do we how do we you know think I want our industry to be the example for the automobile industry rather than the automobile industry be an example for our industry. You know, how do you create those uh, those uh, processes that speeds the lineup and makes the line even stronger, gives you better price points for the for your for um, for our um, clients and makes our product more favorable. We already have a superior building process. Offsite construction uh, can excel in every measured area to to site build. Uh, from the standpoint of blower door testing, hairs rating, just all the things that matter, controlling moisture content of the lumber from the time you place the order and receive it until it's shipped and set. All those, we have all the attributes that makes our industry better. So our board is just, I'm, I'm really fortunate to have the board, to have the perspective of so many things that have proven to succeed while I listen to and build upon new ideas as our board thinks forward thinking in our industry and for our plant specifically. How can we do more for our client? That's mm-hmm. what our board really says, along with the proven principles that have worked for us in the past. So when you look ahead over the next five years, what what do you hope Gurdon accomplishes? What, what sorts of things and goals do you have for the company and for yourself, maybe per- personally? What, what do you want to see happen over the next five years? Okay, I like to break it up this way and say, from a client perspective, I want to give better products, continue to give the service Gurdon has proven, only make it better, do more in the factory for the, uh, for the client as the end user, and begin to think about standardization, how we can standardize things. Think about the sectional sofa industry, what they have been able to do with the limited amount of SKUs that can do so many configurations. We need to think from kitchens and baths and a lot of our MEP connections and our things that has to cross modules from section to section or level to level. We use that mindset and say, how can we standardize and give our um, clients what they want at a far better price and an easy to assemble method? 
and with less site work, less, less uh, completion that has to be done after the set. So in the next period of time, I just want that to grow more and more and more. And, and we're beginning, we, we're, we're process proving a lot of new processes. We, from, I mentioned the drywall process of what we can do offline before it goes online. And we're doing deeper dives with MEP connections that I've shared with that. Now to come back to the other part, I really like seeing this industry create its next group of leaders, identify the talent pool that's out there and to begin to create the career paths that works for them. There's, there's some of the best engineers in our industry are the ones that worked on the line and learned how, learned, they knew how to build, then they learned how to draw. So, and, and then as they grow, they grow all the way up through the ranks. Um, uh, that worked for me, and I know it works for a lot of other people. So I want to see career paths being generated. I want to be able to do more for the client, and I want to be able to do more for our people on our factory floor. I want to see it be a, a career decision to be in this industry, not a short-term period of time. Yeah, that's 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 really well put, especially during a time when uh, plenty of industries are struggling to find skilled laborers in those industries. Uh, I, I think charting that path forward um, is a is a really really important and smart thing to do for the for the modular industry. You know, and and Tommy, as we've been talking uh, a couple of different times, we've talked about. Uh, you've mentioned different industries as, you know, um, you, you mentioned the automobile industry and wanting modular to maybe set the example for for cars rather than vice versa. And then you mentioned uh, sectional sofas and the different configurations. Uh, it, it's it's interesting to think about how you can draw inspiration maybe from what you're seeing in other industries, whether it's furniture or cars or all these other things. Do you, do you do that on a regular basis? Look and see what other industries are doing and maybe how that could apply to modular construction. I love to think outside the box. Mm -hmm. uh, there, there's so many times when you say, if we could do this, how much more effective it could be. Think of Lego blocks. Really when we're setting, when we're setting projects, we're setting a, it's like a Lego block mentality. So as you go through the processes and you're out there and you're experiencing the, the pinch points for the people in the field, you keep identifying the things that works and, and that's the continuous improvement of, of, of this industry. That's what has, has grown for so long. And that's what I want to see it just continue to grow. But you, you, you just got to think outside the box and say, what if we do this begin with the end in mind and think my objective is that when this project is set, the, the time that it takes to finish each suite, each apartment, each hospitality, whatever it is, when we reduce that by blank, we've just gained so much for all of us, for us as a manufacturer, for our client, for, for all the developers and all the GCs. So I'm always wanting to find a way to say, how can we do more here that helps you there? Yeah, that's that's really well put, really well said. Um, so, Tommy, as we, we start to wrap up this conversation today, um, we've we've covered a good amount of ground, but I'm sure that there's still so much more that we could talk about, so much more that we could say. But um, I want to give you the opportunity just to, to leave us with any final thoughts. What, what do you want people to hear from you as the CEO of Gurdon um, here in in this in this podcast episode? What, what do you want people to hear from you and, and understand about you as a leader or about the, the path forward for Gurdon? Uh I, I, I want to say this way, design, 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 standardization, throughput. How do we make things easier for our people and our clients? 
and how do we create an environment where people want to be here to work with us? So mm-hmm. just continue to think outside the box. Creativity is the future of all of us. And, um, and I think that, no, I don't think, I know that in the next five years, our industry is going to change dramatically with, with the automation that has been put in place. And as we continue to find those methods that work, the, the future of our industry um, is all predicated on what we contribute and hand off to the next group of people, the next talent pool that's coming along. That worked for me, and I want to be part of doing that as well. I want to be able to find John Doe and Mary Sue that's out there that, that I can contribute something to and hopefully I live to be an elderly man and I come back and see them in some key roles and how they're contributing correctly. So design, 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 think outside the box. How do we make this production line an assembly line, not a construction line? How do we build upon the success of just doing it the right way, satisfying a customer, give them what they paid for and find a way to give them more. So that's, that's, that's been a passion of mine throughout my career and I want to, I would, I only want to accelerate that more. Fantastic stuff. And very well said, Tommy Rakes, CEO at Gurdon Modular. Tommy, thank you so much for taking some time talking to us a little bit more about uh, your history in the industry and where you see things moving from here. And uh, congratulations on the new role. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for your time today. Thanks. Absolutely. Everyone out there, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mainstream Modular. We appreciate it very much. Of course, for more, you can always visit the Gurdon website to stay up to date with the latest in news, information, analysis, trends, all the different things uh, that we talk about here on the podcast, you can get at the Gurdon website. And also you can subscribe to the podcast and stay up to date with the latest in conversations just like this. Uh, you can find the podcast, Mainstream Modular, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or you can always tune in like what you're doing here today. So thank you again, everyone, for tuning in in to another episode. For my guest today, Tommy Rakes, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us.